Hello, welcome to Kid Commentaries. I am Drew Grudge. This is a little bonus episode. Um, on Monday, uh, Star Wars, or uh, Disney, I should say, dropped a new um, sneak peek for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, this was shown to audiences um, during Saturday's uh, Disney Studios panel at D23, and it was released on the internet on Monday, and I just... Haven't had time to talk about the trailer until today, so yeah, we're gonna do that. Uh, I've linked to the trailer down in um, the show notes, so check down there, and then you can go watch the trailer. And then spoilers for Star Wars, all uh, eight films of the Skywalker saga, and just to be safe, uh, Rogue One and Solo, and then Rebels and Clone Wars. Okay, so. I'm not going to talk about the beginning, the first minute or so, because that's just stuff we've already seen, um, showing stuff from previous movies and stuff like that. There was nothing in there from Rogue One and from Rogue One or Solo. It's fine. Those aren't in the Skywalker saga, but it would have been nice to have seen something in there. Um, I was also a little surprised with the um, them showing stuff from the prequel trilogy, because uh, in The Force Awakens... They did not mention the prequels at all. They only referenced the original trilogy. Um, Because, I mean, the prequels are not as well-received, as we all know. Um, I love the prequels. Uh, My favorite one is is Revenge of the Sith, and I'm very excited to see the Kenobi series in the next year or two. Um, Yeah, but, I mean, they're marketing this movie as the end of the Skywalker saga. The end of the Skywalker saga. Um, so I feel like it is important to show those three movies. Those three movies are very important. Mm, excuse me. That's, um, I mean, there was a whole generation of kids that grew up with those movies. And, you know, to just see them kind of be thrown away by Disney as the, like, because this movie is kind of the end. It's sort of like Star Wars... Endgame, really. Um, yeah. Um, I'm just happy to see that. Um, and of course, now the prequels, in, in the last year or so, um, people have been rewatching them, and they've been better. Been better. Um, Jar Jar, still no. You don't need that many special effects in them. Uh, I can overlook that stuff, but, I mean, they're just better movies now. Compared to... A lot of the other stuff we're getting now with really the really with some of the only good movies uh, I mean I'm I'm kind of a movie nerd so you guys are gonna think this is um, a little biased but Marvel and Star Wars um, the latest Fantastic Beast movie which is my other big franchise wasn't as good as the other Potter films but I mean that's not really the point and anyway Let's get into this uh, new trailer stuff. Um, I'll be running, doing a breakdown of the trailer first, and then at the end of the show, I'll be doing, I'll be doing theories. And I, I know you guys want to hear all of like the dark ray stuff and the three PO stuff, but I'll be saving that for the end. Okay. All right. Uh, so it says this Christmas, and then we see. Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewie, and 3PO on the desert planet of Pasana, which is what, which is the um, desert planet we saw in the first trailer. We think, um, 
where Ray was flipped over the TIE fighter. Um, yeah. So that's that world. We see we can see the Falcon in the background there. Um, they're overlooking what seems to be a celebration of some sort. Um, but that's not going to last very long because this is a Star Wars movie and these are our main heroes. And the Empire, the First Order, I should say, won in the last movie. So we can imagine that the First Order will be coming for them now. And so, yeah, that's like a... I have a feeling this is going to be a big battle sequence towards the beginning of the film. It's going to be towards the beginning, this part. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, we see Leia. Um, Leia, uh, Carrie Fisher, uh, who passed away in 2016. Um, Kathleen Kennedy and director J.J. Abrams said last year, so I think it was like almost 13 months ago, and he said that um, for Leia, they would use um, scenes from... Um, they, they said they, they would use scenes from The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Unused footage for for those two movies. Um, it's going to be used in The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before or not. Uh, I'll probably talk about it again for our Last Jedi commentary in a couple months. I am not a big fan of the Flying Leia. They had a perfect opportunity to write a beautiful end for the character in The Last Jedi, and so they had to bring her flying back. That's one of, that is one of my main problems with The Last Jedi, is the flying Leia. Okay. So yeah, I just hope that they use Leia well and sparingly. Um, but I mean, their original plan in the original draft for the script was The Force Awakens was very focused on Han Solo, and the second movie, The Last Jedi, was very focused on Luke, and the plan was to have this movie be very focused on Princess Leia, or General Organa now. Um, and that can't happen now. They can't do that. I was going into The Last Jedi, I mean, I I, I knew that Luke would be a big part, but I did not really, I thought that would be more Leia's movie. Because Carrie Fisher died like a year before the movie came out, so I thought that they would do some reshoots and stuff to make it more Leia's film, and then save Luke. And I thought really thought they would kill Leia off in The Last Jedi, and then they would kill Luke about halfway through The Rise of Skywalker, but that's not what happened. Um, and uh, the planet that Leia's on is seems to be like a jungle or forest type planet. I think it looks more like the jungle. Uh, that's the same planet where, um, Rey hugged Leia, um, in the first teaser. I think that could be, I don't know what that's gonna be. I feel like it'll either be towards the beginning, towards the end, or, like, right in the middle. Uh, oh, I I haven't said this yet, but we do know that The Rise of Skywalker is a year after The Last Jedi. And I'm happy about that, um, because I would not like it if this entire trilogy took place over the course of two weeks because The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi took took place over the course of two days or not two days, six days so yeah it's really short I mean, it's just a year for this trilogy Um, the prequel trilogy was 13 years and the original trilogy was four so we don't really know what's going to happen I mean, we do know what's going to happen but anyway um yeah, so I think that planet is either Yavin 4 or it's Endor. 
because um, there was a thing like a press release last year that said that the Rise of Skywalker, when the opening scenes would be um, the Battle of... Well, not the Battle of Yavin, but it'll be like, uh, they'll be on Yavin 4, which was the Rebel base in Rogue One, um, Star Wars Rebels Season 4, and Star Wars A New Hope, so that's what those were, uh, I think it's either that or it's Endor, because we didn't know that Endor is going to be in this movie, they're going to go to Endor, um, yeah, um, then, um, we see Resistance X-Wings, Y-Wings, A-Wings, and B-Wings all come out of hyperspace. We also see the Tans V-4, which was the first ship we ever saw in Star Wars. It's going to be here. And I really hope that's the, the uh, Tans V-4. That was a ship, like, in The New Hope when, like, the scroll happens and then they pan, and the camera pans down and we see the, um, we see the, um, the ship running from the ship, and that's the Tandy V4 right there being chased by the, um, it's not, my, the Devastator, yeah. So yeah, that, that ship's there, and the Millennium Falcon's also there. And then, um, there's another scene right after that where we see Imperials, Imperial Star Destroyers, not First Order Star Destroyers, the Imperial Star Destroyers from the original trilogy, Rogue One and Solo, and those are there. Um, they're all, like, lined up. That's really cool. I, I, I really like that shot with, like, the stormy background. I think this could be, like, in the Unknown Regions. I really think this could be. Um, because we know that the First Order, the Empire retreated to there after the Battle of Jakku. Um, so yeah, I think that has something to do with Palpatine. Then we see, uh, Finn and Naomi Aki's character, Janna. So Finn and Janna um, are on a mission together. Um, so they, these two shots look like they're connected. It seems like they come out of light speed, or these three shots, I should say. They come out of light speed, then we see this, the Star Destroyers, and then we see Finn's face. So like, oh my god, that's a lot of them. Um, yeah. Um, and we see, the, so they're in a cockpit, and um, you, see, you do see in the background there is a resistance pilot. So they're definitely with the resistance. I feel like they could be in a B-Wing, because I don't think in a movie we've, or a movie, TV show, I, I don't, no, we did see it. We did see the interior of a B-Wing cockpit in Star Wars Rebels. Um, never before in a movie, we've never seen the B-Wing cockpit. So, excuse me, guys. Oh, we could be seeing that. Um, where they are. Uh, then we cut to seeing C-3PO. And it looks to be what I think is a mechanic shop. And his eyes go red. And there's a light in the background. Um, Star And so I, I feel like maybe they could be... That could be in, like, the Star Destroyer scene we just saw. Or they could be in hyperspace. I'll talk more about 3PO later, because that's a big thing in this trailer. Um... Then we see a giant laser blast hit the same snow planet that we saw from the first trailer. Um, and it's also where, I mean, in the first trailer we did see a ship fly there. 
And that's the same ship that dumped Rey on Jakku, which we saw back in her vision when she touched the lightsaber back in The Force Awakens. Um, yeah, and then also in the Vanity Fair art- article, we did see um, Carrie Russell's character, Zori Bliss, there. She was standing in a wall. So I'm thinking, I feel like this is the last time I'll ever have to say this about a character. Zori Bliss is Rey's mother. I'm gonna put that out there. I'm gonna be putting that in now. Uh, we're gonna be talking about that in our, like we did our Far From Home predictions episode, um, back in June. We'll be doing, probably we'll be doing a Rise of Skywalker predictions episode, a Rise of Skywalker review episode, and one for the full trailer, which is probably coming in October. And then of course, like probably in June, because of Disney Plus. I mean, I'm not gonna be getting. The Rise of Skywalker on digital or anything like I have with the other movies because it'll be on Disney Plus. And I, the main reason I buy movies is is for the bonus features. But we did see in a Disney Plus demo, um, uh, D twenty three. There, they'll have all the bonus features there. So yeah. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, yeah. So the Rise of Skywalker commentary is coming probably June or July of twenty twenty, whatever. Um, yeah. And then we see. Ray on a forest planet could be Endor, could be Yavin. She gets frustrated during lightsaber training and she throws it, sort of like um how Count Dooku did in Attack of the Clones, which I'm a big fan of that fight. I really like that fight. Um, there's also a training droid there, which we saw on the Millennium Falcon in both the New Hope and the Force Awakens. And the Force Awakens, Finn picked it up while he's treating Chewie. And he's like, what's this? And he just throws behind him. I thought that was a really fun nod. Whatever. Um, and then the lightsaber comes back to Rey, who ha- now has a red band on her hand. Band on her hand. That's fun to say. Um, maybe, like, it's just something to help with a new wound. Could be, like, a Band-Aid. We don't really know. Um, then uh, we see Kylo Ren getting out of his TIE silencer from The Last Jedi during a storm on a planet. After that, we then see Kylo Ren fighting Rey on the remnants of what I think is is the Death Star 2. There's a big like, o- ocean storm there, which I think is going to be really cool to watch. Daisy Ridley has said that it's a really, really good fight. It's a really great lightsaber battle. My favorite lightsaber battle, we should probably rank our lightsaber battles, that'll be fun. Um do that with Alex, but just in the movies, you're not doing the TV shows, because those are, there are a lot of those, so we'll just be talking about the movies, making every lightsaber battle, which will be fun, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, Daisy really said this is a really great battle between Rey and Kylo Ren, and then, uh, during all this, we hear the voice of Ian McDermott as Emperor Palpatine is saying, um, your journey nears its end, um, which, again, is to point toward the end of the Skywalker saga, um, and then we hear the, like, the famous breathing from Darth Vader, then we get the big moment that everyone's been talking about, Dark Ray, with a double-bladed red lightsaber, 
which can fold in half something we have not seen since Star Wars Rebels. Um, on a snow planet. Which I will be talking about more in our next segment. Um, but first, uh, then our music builds when we see, when, like, we hear, like, the new logo. We're not, see the new logo of, uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. And then, it shows December, and we hear race theme song. Like, dun, 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 dun. So yeah, uh, we will be right back to talk about theories, Dark Ray, C-3PO, all of it, uh, so right after this. Alright guys, we're back, and now it's time to get into our theories for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. This is not our main theory video, but just theories from the um, sneak peek. Uh, I'm going to have a lot to talk about with Dark Grey, so I'm just going to start off with the C-3PO one. Okay, we know that, so what we saw in the teaser was C-3PO uh, with red eyes. I think that that means that's just the new mode for the droid. I don't think that's like any sort of, um, I don't think there's any sort of like, um, him him going evil or him being influenced by Palpatine, but you know, because it's me guessing, so watch that be exactly what happens. Watch 3PO be possessed by Palpatine. Um, that could be really interesting, though, I feel, but more in, like, a TV show and not the final movie. Uh, Alright, so, um, yeah, I just feel like that's a new mode for the droid. Anakin could have programmed him with something else when he was building him. And so, yeah, that's just my thoughts on the C-3PO thing. And they're just gonna need a new mode for the droid to deal with the First Order. Um, Dark Ray. People are like, what does this mean? Is Ray evil? What? I think that, um, this is a vision. Ray has had two visions so far in the sequel trilogy. Um, she had a vision in... Um, The Force Awakens, when she touched Anakin's lightsaber. She had a vision in The Last Jedi when she entered the, um, the cave. Um, and I'm gonna get back to the cave in a minute. I just think this is a vision of Rey. That being said, I feel like there's also some other things that could be going on here. I've got two other theories. One, well, no, three other theories, actually. Um, back to the cave. Um, if you guys know the Super Carlin Brothers YouTube channel, it's a pretty great channel for movie theories and, and stuff like that. Um, 
and he just did a video yesterday, I'll link to that down in the description, um, Dark Ray Explain, that's where a lot of these theories are going to come from, so I'm just, so, it's the Super Chrono Brothers theories, I'm not taking credit for that, I'm just saying that's where these are coming from. The other theory they came up, came up with was that, um, um, it's a, um, Palpatine, in the comics, Palpatine influenced the midi-chlorians, if, if you remember those from The Phantom Menace, um, they basically told you how much force ability you had, is what the midi-chlorians did. In the comics, we know, which, these, ca- these comics are canon, these happened in-universe as much as The Empire Strikes Back did, um, Palpatine did influence the midichlorians inside Shmi Skywalker, that's Anakin's mother, to create Anakin, part of his master plan. Palpatine is a guy that's always like 35 steps ahead of everyone else, except for when it came to Return of the Jedi. We'll talk more about that in our Return of the Jedi commentary here, and maybe early December, late November, and we'll be dropping that episode. Um, anyway. Uh, he could have done that a lot of times to create so many different clones of Rey. This could be... I mean, the same way that Rey that we've been following since The Force Awakens was called to the lightsaber... Maybe there's a ray that was called to Palpatine. And maybe that's what happened here. And all the rays that we saw in the Last Jedi cave scene were... Um... Were all... Um... Those were all just, um... Other rays that were around the galaxy. Um... And it's another theory. Another one is that... Um, Rey, in kind of the same way that Anakin did in Revenge of the Sith, but to a lesser extent, when Rey has to let the darkness in, in order to stop Kylo Ren, once and for all, is what might happen, and it's just she won't go all the way evil, um, is what, I, I mean, that's, is what could happen, we don't really know. And then... The last theory is in a last attempt to stop Kylo Ren, Rey will let Sidious in and um he'll be in Rey will become a transport for Sidious. Because I think that Sidious is dead and he's kind of a force ghost. Palpatine seems like the kind of guy that's strong enough to create a force ghost. Um, so yeah, that's another thing that I think could happen. So yeah, those are my dark gray theories. Um, do you guys have any more? You can let, let us know by sending us an email to kidcommentariespodcast at gmail.com. Um, another way to get in, in contact with us is to use the, um, the link down in the show notes, not the YouTube one, but the Anchor FM one. From there, you can um, 
that that t- takes you to our website and you can support the show um or you can uh send in a, a voice m- message and we'll play it on the podcast um yeah so that's how you can get in contact with us you can find us on we are the kid commentaries podcast but you can but we're kid commentaries is where you can look us up uh you can find us on anchor apple podcasts spotify google podcasts stitcher breaker overcast radio public and pocket casts those are all the places you can find us um itunes is a great place leave us a five-star re- review um and it helps p- people find the show a lot faster so also share the show with your friends and family um another great way to get us around and stuff um I have another podcast called the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast, where we take a look at a whole bunch of uh, music from movies and stuff. So uh, we just finished finished season one, I think, two weeks ago. Um, yeah, two weeks ago we finished season one. And we will be returning for season two on October 1st. So October 1st, Cinema Soundtrack Podcast season two will begin. Um, anything else I'm forgetting to do? I know I'm gonna say I don't have anything else, and then I'm going to end the show, and I'm gonna realize I forgot something, and I forgot to say something. So, I'm just going to my thing right here, where we've got it. Place you can find us. Oh, our Instagram is kidcommentariespodcast at gmail.com. Or not, no, that's our, uh that's our email. Oh. Our Instagram is at Kid Commentaries Podcast. My Instagram is at Drew Grutch Twenty Twenty Eight. That's where you can find me on Instagram. Um, so yeah, both of those places to find the sh- to follow the show and follow me. You can do that. Um, we, um, we are we're gonna be dropping two podcast commentary tracks for The Office: Stress Relief Parts One and Two next week um maybe this weekend i don't really know when we're gonna drop this but we're recording this weekend and we'll be dropping and there's gonna be a brand new co-host on that show so yay uh yeah so that's what's gonna happen for that um yeah uh we're the kid commentaries podcast thank you guys so much for listening uh i am drew gretch and have a great day yeah bye